Greetings and welcome to Your Life Choices. It's me, John Deeks, and uh, today joined by Janelle Ward, the managing editor of Your Life Choices. Hello there, Janelle. Hello, John. You're holding something in your hand before. I've got this wonderful map and of. Let me have a look. It one, looks like a. It looks like a treasure map. What, it does a little bit. It's well thumbed, isn't it? It <laughs> is well like yourself. It is the map of Rarotonga. And we have uh, Rachel Mackey on the line, the marketing manager of the Cook Islands, as well from New Zealand. Hello there, Rachel, and welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me. It does look like a treasure island in a way. I guess it is. Look, it it, it is a treasure. Now, definitely. I've, I wandered into the office the other day, Rachel, and guess who just happened to swan in? Janelle Ward saying, "I've just returned from the Cook Islands, everybody." And I've gone, oh, I've always wanted to go there. So I thought it'd be a fun podcast to be able to have a chat about all the wonders that is the Cook Islands. You have 30 minutes. Go for your life. (laughs) Well, first of all, as a visitor, had you Mm -hmm. been there before? I hadn't and I hadn't. Look, I I would have heard about it, but I never really investigated. Like, where was it? What, was your pre- what were your preconceived ideas? Oh, well, once I started looking at photos of the Cook Islands, which is this magnificent group of 15 islands, halfway between, correct me if I'm wrong, Rachel, halfway between Sydney and Hawaii. Is that right? Yes, that is correct. It's 15 atolls, I guess, and beautiful blue lagoons, rainforest, white beaches, mm. coconut, like oh, eh? the iconic dream destination, particularly for people from flooded Australia, mm. bushfires, you know, whatever. But were, you, were you like Tom Hanks on Castaway? Oh, were you just, wow, uh, I certainly. Did you, did you go native? Did you sort of <laughs> run around with a loincloth? Not quite, but I did discard certain. Well, I've got some photos right here. I want to show. But uh, when you arrived, uh, and and sorry, Rachel, we will get to you very shortly. But just interested, okay. interested to hear Janelle's uh, thoughts when you arrived, when you landed. Uh, what were your initial? Um, pinch me, really seriously. You fly in to Rarotonga, like this is Rarotonga. We also went to Aitutaki, which is the second most visited islands, Um, that's my other map. Um, But it's just a pinch me moment because after three and a half hours of flying over blue water, you come down quite quickly onto Rarotonga and it's not just the lagoon that catches your eye, it's the mountains. The mountains are, they're, they're amazing because it's volcanic and they're jagged and they just come up out of nowhere and... The the green and the forests and oh, but then on arrival, I mean, you, and, and Rachel, what do you call the floral garlands? They've got a special name. They do. So they are called an aikatu. Aikatu, and they're gardenias. Oh, the smells and, must oh, be sensational. Oh, I didn't take it off for three days. Oh dear, must have been <laughs> on to, the pond after to, that. Went to bed in it. Oh lord. <laughs> um, okay, so that's arriving. Did you feel like you're on a second honeymoon? Oh, well, look, hey, hubby and I are coming up for 40 years, so this is sort of like, yeah, so we did okay. Wow. <laughs> wow. Actually, Aitutaku, Rachel, it's has this reputation as the honeymoon island, does it? Or mm. Yes, it does. Um, also known as Heaven on Earth, oh. um, one of the most beautiful lagoons you'll find in the world. It's vast, isn't it? And I think I read a number yeah. of sites where... Like, you know, noted seasoned travel writers have named it the most beautiful island in the world. And, boy, I'm not oh, I'm not going to argue with that. It is just... And as we move into uh, a new year, there'll be more direct flights, um, which will be terrific. And 
look out for announcements on that. But Rachel, as marketing manager for the Cook Islands, what are some of the most uh, often asked questions of you? So from our Australian market, the most asked question is where are we, which we've already covered, and how do we get there? And as you've said, we are going to be having non-stop flights from Australia to the Cook Islands. We're waiting on an announcement with regards to that. And then I guess the other question um, that we get asked is, well, where am I going to stay and and what am I going to do whilst I'm there? Right. People don't have um, internet, clearly, and uh, can't find out for themselves. So what does does Rachel say as far as accommodation? Well, you could go everything from a hut or, like uh, Janelle Ward would need, a five-star hotel, I guess. Yes. Well, we, we tried to stay away from the word hut and make it a little bit more established than that. Sorry, gl- <laughs> but I'm sure gl- uh, well, g- sorry, glamping. <laughs> no, we well, we do have glamping. Yes. Oh, do you, Rachel? Because I know we do. I know you're not allowed to camp anywhere, are you? No, you're not. But there is a range. Yes, there's there's a wide range of accommodation. Everything from two star to five star resorts that cater for families, those that are adults only villas with self-catering options. That's always very popular. And definitely a point of difference for the Cook Islands is that we offer a large number of essentially private homes or holiday homes. Really? Um, that people, yes, that people can rent. So it's a little bit like having your own batch, really, but in paradise. Gee, well, because that sounds extraordinary. And, and these are like uh, Airbnb type situations. Correct. I didn't know that. That's really good for to know for my return trip. Well, I, I love um, the Airbnbs. I stayed a lot of them in Tasmania, a lot of them everywhere, and uh, they're, they're, they're good fun. And, mm. um, you know, if you have a good reputation, which I'm sure you do, madam, and I do as well. And, and what about activities one can do um, outside of uh, your own accommodation, Rachel? So there's um, obviously a large number of water activities, which is uh, one of the main attractions for both Rarotonga and Aitutaki with our beautiful crystal clear lagoons. So everything from snorkeling, kayaking, stand-up paddle boards, deep sea fishing, diving. Um, We have these great little things called sea scooters. They're like a little torpedo that will zip you through the water Mm. uh, if you're a bit tired of kicking yourself uh, on a snorkeling trip. We've um, got uh, great cruises out on the lagoons as well. But for those that prefer something more inland, and believe it or not, we have people that come to the Cook Islands that don't like the water or don't like swimming in the sea. There's a great range of inland activities as well. So uh, various hikes, guided tours, markets. Oh, gosh. Cycling? Uh, Yes. Yeah, I went on a a cycling tour and that that was fabulous. My husband's... He's a little bit less active than I am and he, we were a bit concerned about whether he would sort of last the distance on the cycling tour. Karina, um, who leads the Storytellers Eco Cycle Tour, oh, yeah. she is brilliant. I mean, and look, honestly, the ground's flat. You rarely go up a hill. They're yeah. very sedate hills. Um, and she stops every five, six, seven minutes to grab a mango off a tree and, and carve it up for the, the the cyclists or to get a get a coconut and husk it and and crack it open and share the coconut. So we ate our way around the island. What else did you do, Janelle? Well, every day I went snorkelling. Yeah. Um, one time was with Cap- Captain Ta- Tamar's Cruises. Mm-hmm. And Captain they, they, Tamar's? 
Yeah. Tamas, is it? Yeah. And they take you out into the lagoon and they have a regular spot where they feed the fish. So you get an enormous range of fish. So you can swim around amongst the fish. And then they take you off to an island and cook you up a seriously magnificent spread of tuna is a big deal. Like the the fishermen go out and catch tuna just on the other side of the reef um, from the lagoon. They're all fresh. It's all fabulous. And the fruits, ah, mangoes, pawpaws, everything, bananas. So I'm looking out of our window here in Melbourne. I don't know what it's like where the folks are listening to this podcast right now, and it could be in Melbourne, it could be a glorious day. But I'd like to know from you, Rachel, what are the best times of the year to go to this beautiful area of the Cook Islands? Well, naturally, we like to say that any time is a good time to travel. If you go through the uh, winter period, and the Cook Islands have the same winter period as Australia does, so anywhere from May through to September, mm-hmm. that's when you're going to find temperatures that are 24 to 26 degrees during the day, dropping down to around about 22 at night, so a little bit cooler in the evening. But that's a beautiful settled time of year to travel. The other part of the year, uh, which is our summer as well as Australia's summer, Still a really great time to travel. Slightly higher chance of rain, being that we are a tropical island. But that doesn't mean that you're going to go and it rains for the entire week of your holiday. Uh, You may just find that it rains uh, in the evenings and then you've got beautiful, clear, sunny days to enjoy. And a much hotter time of the year for us uh, where the temperature can reach up to 30, sometimes even 30 plus during the day and that makes for beautiful warm evenings and a lovely warm lagoon as well. Talking about the lagoon, is the water temperature in the vicinity of 22, 23 degrees? Because it's sort of, it's just just beautiful. You don't need, like obviously I was there in November, you don't need to get out to warm up. No, not at all. It's like a, uh, stepping into a beautiful warm bath um, and that's pretty much any time of the year. Occasionally you'll find a nice cool current going through um, if you're finding the water a little bit too warm and you are wanting to cool off. But generally, um, yes, very, very warm water in the lagoon and perfect for swimming uh, any time of the year. You're overseas, but it's such a comfortable, non-threatening environment. Cook Islanders are beautiful people. Tourism is a big deal for them, but they have their, A, they have their culture, they have their religion, They're not out trying to, you know, encourage you to go shopping or whatever. There, there's this, there's all these things that aren't in the Cook Islands, which are the wonderful things. Like there's no, mm-hmm. no language difficulties. Currency is not a problem. Um, there's no touts or you don't need to haggle to purchase something. There's no snakes. No. There's no wild animals. There's, there's all these knots that are there, and they just and all pluses. Ma- yeah, all, all, all the all plus, yeah, um, like particularly for people perhaps who haven't travelled um, during the whole COVID lockdowns, well, you know, this is as easy and as beautiful as it gets in my book. Rachel, if people want to know, know more about travelling and uh, their particular style, whether it be with children or their retirees or what have you, what's the best place to go? Where, where's the best uh, starting point? Uh, So jumping onto our website is always a good starting point. That is cookislands.travel. On our website, we also have a live chat facility, and that's manned, um, you know, most most of the day and into the early evening. So if people do have questions, they can reach out on that live chat and we can help to point them in the right direction. Also getting in touch with their local travel professional. They will be able to uh, look at 
various packages or accommodation options for them, put packages together that suit their requirements, and hopefully answer any questions that they may have with regards to travel. Well, Rachel Mackey, thank you so much for for joining us today. Rachel's the marketing manager for the Cook Islands, and obviously her job is to promote the Cook Islands, and I could not think of an easier job than to spread the word on such a a piece of paradise in the Pacific. Mm. And, And here I have Janelle Ward... Who, uh, who was the guinea pig, uh, and we sent her off, and I'm very happy to say we got her back because I think she might have gone native and stayed there. But, um, Rachel, thank you so much indeed for your time. We do appreciate it. Awesome. Thank you so much for having me. Bye-bye Kia. now. Kia rana. Bye. Oh, there we go. Isn't she lovely? Yeah. That was good. Uh, Janelle, thank you so much indeed for uh, for coming on this. I, I know it was sort of uh, at the last minute, and I said, oh, I want you in here, but uh, it's fantastic to have you on the program again. Do you know where you might be travelling next time? Uh, we're going on a semi-lap of Australia. Are you going to do a Grey Nomad thing? Yeah. Are you now? Mm, we are. are it's you time. Are you going to keep working? Uh, I have... Does the boss know? Uh, the boss knows, so it's no surprise. I, I have organised cover. Oh, and really? I may I may continue to work on the road on occasion. Would it be possible... Oh. You know what I'm going to oh. ask you. Yes, I'm going to ask you, can I come? No, uh, well, can, no, can we come and and uh, occasionally give you a call and you say, oh, here I am in Batemans Bay and I'm um, <laughs> sorry, John, I'm just uh, having a recline here or here I am in wherever. Certainly, um, that wouldn't be a problem. Um, we tend to go quite remote, but the, of, course oh, really? we, of course we will surface what, from what, time to time. <laughs> what do you call remote? Uh, bush camping where there's usually no internet. So, yeah, we like it rough. Oh, dear. Yeah, well, not to say that. I don't love the Cook Islands, which so, was not rough. Sure, no, no, of course. But that's fine. So uh, you're actually a, a bit of a camping girl yeah, at heart? I am, yeah, we camp a lot. Oh, yeah. there you go. Go bush. Janelle, thank you again. I really do appreciate it. And uh, and be well and have a great 2023. And thank you for all your help across this last year. Oh, pleasure, John. Yes, our thanks to Janelle Ward, the managing editor of Your Life Choices and soon-to-be Grey Nomad, and uh, Rachel Mackey, the marketing manager for the Cook Islands. And I hope you found that of interest and gets those travel juices going. And travellers to the Cook Islands will be the winners from the announcement that Jetstar is launching non-stop flights between Sydney and Rarotonga from June 29, 2023. That's great news, and the flights will depart Sydney on a Thursday and Sunday at 9.30 at night, arriving in Rarotonga at 7am the same day. And then the flight departing Rarotonga at 9am, arriving back in Sydney at 12.30pm the following day. Jetstar already flies to Rarotonga from Auckland in New Zealand, but that's good news for us here in Australia. Well, I hope you enjoyed that and I hope you get to go travelling if it's to the Cook Islands or to anywhere. I hope you travel safe. And this is John Deeks on behalf of the entire team saying thank you for listening and we'll catch you next time on the Your Life Choices podcast. 